You're about to listen to a message from the LifePoint Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. Thank you. We thank you, Adonai, because we know that you are here. We thank you, precious Father, because of the mighty work that you have begun to do in our lives and even here at the LifePoint Church. We thank you, Jesus, for the quick work that you have begun to do in our lives, in our families, in our careers. Adonai, we thank you because we know that you are here. We welcome you, sweet Holy Spirit, and we ask that you would have your way. And we ask that you will reach us. And we ask that you will restore to us. We ask that you will heal us. We ask that you open our eyes, that you open our ears, that you open our hearts. We ask, O oh Lord, that the entrance of your word this morning will bring illumination, that your word will bring clarity, that your word will bring deliverance and restoration, that your word will bring liberation from captivity, that the entrance of your word this morning will bring freedom. We thank you. Lord, I ask, O oh Lord, that you will help me to properly articulate that which is in your heart for your people this morning. And at the end, all the glory and honor and praise be unto your name. Thank you, precious Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. And the people of God say, Amen. Praise the Lord. We are ministering together, so stay with me. Thank you. Amen. Good morning, church. Okay, so today we're talking about adopted, accepted, and loved. That's our topic for today. Um, last week we looked at freedom, being free indeed, and today we're looking at adopted, accepted, and loved. Um, as my subtopic, you are free, you are loved, you are enough. And I want you to turn to the person seated next to you and say to the person, you are free, you are loved, you are enough. Okay, turn to the other person on the other side and say to the person, you are free, you are loved, you are enough. Amen. So if you forget every other thing that we'll talk about today, don't forget that line. You are free, you are loved, you are enough. Amen. So we're going to be reading a couple of scriptures, but I want us to you know, take our minds back to the pop, uh, popular scripture, John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus, right? That whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. So God the Father, does, we know the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So God the Father loved the world so much, you know, that after what happened in the Garden of Eden in Genesis, if we take our minds back, you know, to what happened in the Garden of Eden between Adam and Eve, he made a plan for the restoration of you and I, right? And so God loves you and I unconditionally so, so much that he made a redemption plan and he was willing to give us his son, Jesus. So God made the plan, God the Father, and then he invited Jesus. Oh, Jesus, I love these people. I love the people of the Life Point Church. I love them so much that I want to redeem them. I want to give you to them. And I want you to be the one that I used to redeem them. And Jesus was like, okay, Father, let's do this. And Jesus activated the plan. He went to the cross and he died for your sin and my sin, right? To secure our righteousness by faith. So God the Father made the plan. Jesus had activated the plan. And when he was living on earth, when he was living the earth, who did he give to us? 
He gave us the Holy Spirit. Thank you. So the Holy Spirit is the evidence that we have. He's the one that is indwelling in us, continually reaffirming that plan of redemption that God the Father made and Jesus activated. Okay? We're going somewhere. I want you to follow me. Okay? So the Holy Spirit is the one that we have on the inside of us, reaffirming that plan. For God so loved the world that he gave us his son who? Jesus. That whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Let's turn our Bibles. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. We're reading verse 15 to 16. Remember you are free, you are loved, and you are enough. You are free, you are loved, and you are enough. Romans chapter 8 from verse 15 to 16. I'm reading from the the Passion Translation. It says, And you did not receive the spirit of religious duty, leading you back into the fear of never being good enough. But you have received the spirit of full acceptance, enfolding you into the family of God. And you will never feel orphaned. For as he rises up within us, our spirits join him in saying the words of tender affection, Beloved Father. For the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood real to us as he whispers into our innermost being, you are God's beloved child. Whisper to the next person, you are God's beloved child. To the other person, you are God's beloved child. Thank you. You're going, we're all going to preach together today. Okay? So I'm reading that same scripture, but I want to read the message translation. Romans chapter 8 from verse 15 to 16. It says, this resurrection life you received from God is not a timid, grave-tending life. It's adventurous, expectant, greeting God with a childlike, what's next, Papa? What's next, Father? God's spirit touches our spirits and confirms who we really are. We know who he is and we know who we are, father and children. And we know that we are going to get what's coming to us, what is coming to us, an unbelievable inheritance. We go through exactly what Christ goes through. If we go through the hard times with him, then we're certainly going to go through the good times with him. The New King James Version says, For we did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry out, Abba, Father, hallelujah. The spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and join us with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified with him. Remember that song? We are heirs of the Father, we are joint heirs with the Son, we are children, sing together, of the kingdom, we are family, we are one, we are one. Thank you. Of the Father, we are joined as with the Son. Amen. We are children of God's kingdom. We are family. We are one. So every one of us in this room, we belong to one family. And that's God's family. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus, that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have 
life everlasting. Jesus has paid the price for our adoption into the family of God. And so every one of us, you know, as human beings, there is this inner need for us to be, to identify with someone important, right? When we go for occasions, we go for events and we see celebrities, you know, what do we usually do? We take out our phones and say, okay, let's take a selfie, right? And then the next thing you post it in your status, you post it on your DP, on IG, everywhere. Ah, so that they'll see that uh, I took a photo with, um, okay, Jeff Bezos, let's use that example. Also that they'll see that I took a photo with Ben Carson, right? These names I'm calling, they are far. You people give me names that are, eh? Daniel, ah. There's nothing God cannot do. God is able. <laughs> Amen. But at the end of this, you actually know that Daniel is a celebrity. Okay? Yes, yes. I'll explain. We're coming. We're coming. All right. But yes, but give us someone that we know. Give me another name. PG. Thank you. Thank you so much. When PG comes here, maybe for our unplugged conversations, you know, or he comes to minister, at the end, we go and corner him at the church office, or we corner him somewhere and say, PG, PG, let me take a selfie with you. And then you put it in your status. Oh, my pastor, our global pastor was in my church today. This is my picture, you know, this, this person. It, it's just, there's just that inner desire in every one of us, you know, to identify with someone that is important. I've begged for Labi, for Labi is not in church, okay. I've begged for Labi for the longest time. If you see him, please join me to beg him. I've begged Falabi for the longest time that as he's going for, you know, Falabi is a celebrity and he goes to minister, big, big churches, large congregations. I've begged him for the longest time that as you're going, please just, you know, I, I, PA is my side hustle. You know, I can be your PA. I can help you to carry your bag, you know, too. But he would just welcome. That's how I would be welcomed, right? If we go for an event or we go for, we go, he goes to minister somewhere and I'm with him, you know, whatever room they usher him into, because I am with him, I am being ushered into that room. Does that make sense? So if you are with someone who has, let me use the word again, celebrity, all right? And again, I'm using Falabi Newell. So I go with Falabi to an event, for instance, and they say, oh, our guest minister, there's a reception for you. And as Falabi is going to that reception, what happens? I'm going with him because I'm with him, right? Remember, we're talking about being heirs of the father and joint heirs with the son, okay? So I want us to understand that even as we have that innate desire, even as we have that need on the inside of us to identify with someone, God desires to identify with us. The same way I want to identify with Falabi Noel, that's the same way God wants to identify with Titi. That's the same way God wants to identify with Daniel. That's the same way God wants to identify with Chinae. For God so loved the world. For God so loved Titi. For God so loved Chinae that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus. That if Chinae believes in Jesus, she will not perish but have everlasting life. That if Titi believes in Jesus, Titi will be seated with Christ in heavenly places far above all principalities and powers. That if Daniel believes in Jesus, as Jesus is, so Daniel will be. Are you understanding this? That if Titi believes in Jesus, that Titi will prosper and be in good health as her soul prospers. For God so loved 
Titi, that he gave his only begotten son, that if Titi believes in Jesus, if Daniel believes in Jesus, if Chinae believes in Jesus, whatever I hear her say, that's what the scripture says, whatever I hear you say, that is what I will do. You can say to this mountain, move, and it will be moved. You can say to this hill, move, and it will be moved. You can speak to that sickness in your body. Get out of the body, and it will get out of the body. Why? Because you are seated with Christ in heavenly places. As you are, so as Jesus is, so you are. Is someone getting it? So Daniel is a celebrity. Titi is a celebrity. Chinaya is a celebrity. Why? For God so loved the world that he gave Jesus. That if Daniel believes, oh, I will make him a celebrity. If Daniel believes, oh, he can speak to the mountains. If Daniel believes, oh, he can lay hands on the sick and they will be healed. Why? Because Daniel is an heir of the Father. And Daniel is joined heirs with Jesus. Where Christ is seated, Daniel is seated, Gerald. Do you get the analogy? Where Falabi is going, China is going. Why? Because China is carrying Falabi's bag. Now, Jesus has paid the price for Daniel. Jesus has paid the price for Titi. So wherever Jesus is going, who is there? Wherever Jesus is going, who is there? Thank you. We're getting it now. So we need to understand our place. We need to know who we are. Um, what's that song? Um, I know who God says I am. What he says I am. The way he says I am. I know who I am. I know who God says I am. What he says I am. Where he says I am. I know who I am. I'm walking in power. I'm walking in miracles. I live a life of favor. Because I know who I am. My assignment this morning is make you understand who you are. That is my assignment this morning. Make you understand that you are a celebrity. You are a celebrity. Because you have been bought with a price. Jesus paid the price for you. On the cross. So you are a celebrity. Titi, you are a celebrity. Daniel, you are seated with Christ in heavenly places. As he is, so you are. Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? Are you walking in power? Are you walking in miracles? Are you living a life of favor? Are you engaging the promises that accrue to you as an heir of the Father and someone who is joined heirs with the Son? Amen. So an understanding about the provisions and blessings that we have as sons, right? As people whom Jesus have redeemed and have bought over with a price that will help us as believers to activate those benefits in our lives. Because if you have something and you don't know that it is yours, you cannot use it. Right? Growing up, I don't know how many of us have heard this story, but, you know, there was a, they, they told us this story a lot about someone who went on a train ride and the person was hungry. And so the person only had enough money to buy the ticket, you know. And after he bought the ticket, he just went in and he read. And they would come and carry food pa and pass. And this person would be like, ah, I'm so hungry, I'm so hungry, I'm so hungry. He thought that he had to pay again for the food. He did not know that the ticket that he had paid for covers everything. So the food, your ride, your sleeping, your accommodation, everything. And so in the final day, you know, when he was like, ah, whatever will happen, I'll shall eat this food. If is that, I'll wash plates after. However, I'll pay for it. And then he calls the, um, I don't know what they are called, but the people serving the food. And then he said, okay, I, I want to eat this, but I don't have money. And then the server said to him, oh, everything has been paid for in full. 
when you bought your tickets, you paid for everything in food. And I was like, really? Really? You know, that's how some of us were living in hunger without knowing that Jesus has paid the price for us. That's why we, how we are letting sickness and infirmities take over our body without knowing that Jesus has paid the price for our healing. That's why we are letting the sadness of the world take over our minds without knowing that Jesus is the light himself and that same light is indwelling in us. The Bible says you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? Jesus has paid the price in full. Tell your neighbor, Jesus has paid the price. All that you need, all that you will ever need. How does that scripture say it again? That the Lord has given unto us everything that pertains to what? Life and godliness. Mention it, it is yours. God has given it to you. But do you know that you have this? Because if you don't know that you have it, then you will be wallowing in ignorance. Then you will go hungry that, that, like that my friend on the train. You know, that did not know that the food has been fully paid for, you know, when he purchased his tickets. So do we know who we are? Remember, you are free, you are loved, you are enough. Okay? So what are, let's look at some of the things that the world say to us. Because we, we live in a world, right, that is very chaotic and noisy. Like, you have to consciously find ways to shut out the noise. There are a lot of things going on in the world. And so the noise, we hear things. There are things that speak to us. So let's look at some of these things that, you know, tries to tell us otherwise. Yes, we are, we are starting to understand who we are. We're starting to understand that Jesus has paid the price for our redemption. We're starting to understand all that accrues to us as people that have been brought out of darkness into the marvelous light of God, okay? But let's look at some of the noise, you know, some of the things that the world whispers into our ears. You know, sometimes the world tells us, oh, you are not qualified, Abby. Uh, feeling of condemnation. Oh, you that did that in 1900. You that did that in uh, 10 years ago. You that did that in... Okay, even if it was last week. Even if it was yesterday. What does Romans 8.1 say? There is therefore... God deals with you in the now. That is where God is dealing with you. It's not about what you did last week. It's not about what you did last year. It's about you now. Titi, here and now. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but what? After the spirit. Remember our anchor scripture. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus. So there is therefore now no condemnation to them that believe in Jesus. So whatever song of condemnation the enemy is singing in your ears what is your response i am chosen not forsaken i am who you say that i am you are for me not against me i am who you say that i am and who is god saying that you are who has god called you to God is saying you are blessed. God is saying you are my son, you are my daughter. <laughs> God is saying that you are heirs with Christ. 
you are heirs and joint heirs with Christ. God is saying you are seated in heavenly places. Far above those people, far above all the noise that the enemy is trying to use to condemn you. God is saying you are loved. God is saying you are enough. There's someone in the room this morning and you are feeling so condemned because of what happened. Listen to me, you are enough. Forget about how anybody assesses you. God is the one whose opinion is important. And God is saying to you this morning, you are enough. Full stop. That's the end of the matter. So the word can whisper things to our ears. The word can say, oh, uh, you are not qualified because of what you did 20 years ago, because of what you did last year, because of what you did two years ago. Can you come to Jesus? <laughs> and let Jesus qualify you through the blood. Can you come to Jesus? Can you come to Jesus? And sometimes we feel that we have to do a lot. Sometimes that's another noise in the ear. We feel that we have to do a lot. Uh, you know, um, how does that scripture say it again? You know, in the in the oh, this night. You know, in the Old Testament, you know, there was uh, they had to do a lot. You know, if you read the Old Testament very well, you, you when when it was the era of the slaughtering of of bulls and you know, for atonement of sins, you know, you find out that they had to do a lot, you know, they, uh, at some point, everybody is too much, and he's slain there, you know, they can just use the rope, you know, to drag him out, and that's how some of us relate with God, we feel that we can do it by our own strength, if we feel that, oh, we have to please God, we have to say the things God likes to hear, we have to act the way he wants us to act, you know, we feel that, how do I ex explain the Holy Spirit help me? We feel that we have to do a lot to impress God. But you don't need to impress God. Just as I am. That hymn. Just as I am without one plea. Yes. Because when Jesus paid the price for you, he did not know whether you were fair or dark. When Jesus paid the price for you, he did not know whether you were big or small. When Jesus paid the price for you, he didn't know whether you were driving a Corolla or a G-Wagon. Right? So it's not about how we can please God. It's about the fact that he is the one that loves us unconditionally. For God so loved Titi. In spite of ourselves, in spite of our actions, for God so loved Daniel. That love is an unconditional love. It's not dependent on the clothes that Daniel is wearing. It's not dependent on the kind of car that Daniel is driving. It is an unconditional love that is saying, Hey, Daniel, I love you. And I'm willing to give you Jesus, my son. I'm willing to give Jesus to you. That if you would believe in him, you would have life everlasting. Everlasting life. Sometimes it's the expectation of others. You know, we live for other people's validation. You know, if they don't tell us our address, is fine. Or if they don't validate us, we feel that we are not enough. We feel that we are not loved. The only person whose opinion matters, I say it again, is God. And you are hearing his opinion this morning. You are loved. You are free. You are enough. And that's all that you need to hear. Amen. Amen. So, how do we then come to the place of the fullness of this ad adoption. How do we wrap our head around it? That we have a father in heaven that loves us so much that he sent his son Jesus. You know, how do we have, wrap our head around this notion? And 
how does that impact the way we see ourselves? How does that impact the way we carry ourselves? How does that impact our self-image? And that's the, f- the first thing there is that we know that we have a sense of being accepted. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 5. Yes, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 5 to 6. Sorry, before that, let's go to 1 John chapter 3 verse 1. Let's talk about being loved first before we go to being accepted. Yes, 1 John chapter 3, 1 John 3 from verse 1. So we're talking about how this whole conversation about being heirs and joint heirs with Christ, how does it affect our self-image? And we're saying that our self-image should rest on three notions. The first notion is that we are loved. 1 John 3 verse 1 to 3. Thank you. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed unto us. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed unto us. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed unto. Join me. That we should be called the sons of God. That we should be called the sons of God. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us. That we should be called the children of God. So it doesn't matter what any other person is calling you. The only thing that matters is the love that the Father has bestowed on you. And in that same love, with that same love, He's calling you His child. He's calling you His son. It says, therefore the world does not know us because it did not know Him. Next verse, please. Behold, beloved, now. Remember I said that God deals with us in the what? In the now. Beloved, now we are children of God. And it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as what? As he is. Remember, as he is, so are you. Okay? And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. As Jesus is pure, you are pure. As Jesus can lay hands on the sick and they will be well, you too, you can lay hands on the sick and they will be well. As Jesus can speak to the water, speak to the mountains, speak to the tempest, speak to the wind, everything. As he is, so are you. Amen. And so that's the first thing. As we talk about how our self-image should rest, the first feeling is the sense of being loved. And we have seen in 1 John um, 3 verse 1 that we are loved. So have that confidence in the love that the Father has for you. You know what it means for God to love you? The maker of the universe, the creator of the heavens and the earth, and everything that is in it. And he's saying to you, Titi, I love you. Ah, that's it. That's how they say it. It is finished. End of story. Amen. So the second thing is a sense of being accepted. We spoke about this earlier when we talked about the noise that the word says to us. Um, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 5 to 6. And I'll just dwell on this a bit because this speaks to us at the Life Point Church and what role we play as a church community in um, accepting people. A sense of being accepted. Ephesians 1 5 to 6. Yes. Having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of grace by which he made us accepted in the beloved. Here at the Life Point Church, you are accepted. Is the truth. Here. Have that understanding, that knowledge that, oh, here, I am accepted. So recognize this place primarily as your family. All right? 
whether you have a family outside of here or whether you did not you don't have a family outside of here when uh, let me share this <laughs> when my mom died you know i felt like it was one of the tough seasons of my life because she represented my family as in in terms of so it's like it was like you know they brought family like this and they tore it to pieces and this i think i've shared that god experience here i have siblings though it's not like i don't have siblings i have siblings but my mom was everything you know and it seemed like this was the only person maybe there's someone that has experienced that or is experiencing that you feel like your world has just come to an end that was how i felt then like there was nothing more for me like this was the only person who could sustain me who could help me and the person is just gone like that maybe you just ended a relationship that you had high hopes for i'm here to say to you you have a family here you are accepted here you are loved and you are accepted the LifePoint Church family is a family that would accept you any day, any time. But you need to be plugged in. You need to be connected. All right? Make sure that you are, you are connected to your family. Because you can't say you're a member of a family and you, your family members don't know you. So get connected. Get involved. The small groups is there. The workforce is there. Get connected. Get to know other members of your family. Because that's the way the family, that's the way we can roll. Yeah? Amen. <laughs> Amen. Okay, finally, you are enough. A sense of being enough. A sense of being adequate. Um, we're going to read Colossians chapter 2 verse 10. Colossians chapter 2 verse 10. Okay, thank you. And you are complete in him who is the head of all principalities and powers. Amen. And this is just speaking to us being enough. This is just speaking to us being adequate. So we need to recognize our values. We've, we've talked about how we need to get connected, you know, how we need to be in the family of God. We need to recognize our place in the family and be able to deploy our unique gifts accordingly. So all the gifts that God has given to you, that thing that you know that you are the only person that knows how to do it best, come and use it. It's enough. Come. Come and share it with us. Come and share it with other members of your family. Amen. The church is a family. The Life Point Church is a family. It's a place to grow. It's a place for us to build together. It's a place for us to get connected with other members of our family. So as we're talking about us being heirs with Christ, um, being heirs with the Father and joint heirs with Christ in the season, in this season, remember we said we are loved, we are free, and we're enough. So come experience that freedom. Come experience that love. Come experience that sense of adequacy with other members of your family. Okay? And remember, 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 if there's anything else that you have forgotten that I've mentioned here, you are loved, you are free, you are enough. Amen. Before I go, I'd like us to pray. I'd like us to pray. Uh, you can sit, you can stand, you know, however you feel comfortable. And I just want you to, uh, again, hold the hand of the person that is sitting or standing next to you. Um, while I ask that we hold hands in prayer, remember we are one family. We've spoken about how that we are one family. We identify under one umbrella, okay? And I just want you to hold the hand of that person. And we're going to pray for one another. We're going to be praying for each other. And before we pray, I would just like us to sing that song. We are heirs of the Father. We are joined as with the Son. We are children 
of God's kingdom. We are family. We are one. We are one. We are heirs. We are heirs of the Father. Oh, we are joined heirs with the Son. Amen. We are children. We are children of God's kingdom. We are family. We are one. Now I'd like you to pray for that your family member that you are holding to the left and to the right. And I just want you to pray. I want you to pray in the name of Jesus. I want you to pray that they will experience that love of God in this season. I want you to pray for them as if you were praying for yourself. We're going to spend some time to pray. And I want you, as you pray these prayers, I want you to pray for that person that you're holding as if you're praying for yourself. Because that person is actually a member of your family, right? So I want you to pray in the name of Jesus that this person will experience God's love. We've talked about how today that God so loved us that he gave us Jesus. That whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. We talk about how we are heirs with the Father and join heirs with the Son. I want us to pray. I want you to pray for that person that you are holding, that that person will come into the fullness of the knowledge of their place as a son in the name of Jesus, that that person will come into the full understanding of their place as a son and they will take their place accordingly in the name of Jesus. It's one thing to have the knowledge and it's another thing to take your place and walk in that knowledge. I want you to pray for that person that you are holding, that they will come to the full understanding of their place as a son and they will take that place accordingly in the name of Jesus. They will walk in the fullness of all that accrues to them as a son. They will walk in the fullness of all that accrues to them as a son in the name of Jesus. As Jesus is, so that person will is, will be. As Jesus walked on water, that person will walk on water. As Jesus laid hands on the sick and they were healed, that person will lay hand on the sick and they will be healed in the name of Jesus. As Jesus spoke to mountains, as Jesus Jesus spoke to situations and circumstances. That person, that person will walk in that fullness in the name of Jesus. And that person will walk in the fullness and in the knowledge of all that Christ has given to him in the name of Jesus. That person will know all that God has said that they are in this season. They will know up to the understanding that they are enough. It doesn't matter what the world and the relationships in the world are saying. They are enough. They will experience that love and they would know that they are enough in the name name of Jesus. I want you to pray in the name of Jesus. In case this person is experiencing a loss of any kind, I want you to pray for healing. I want you to pray for healing. I want you to pray for healing of their heart. Oh, that the Father will heal their heart, not just the heart. That the Father will heal our bodies. That the Father will heal their minds. In this season, where we are talking about freedom, that our hearts will experience freedom. Oh, that individual we experience the healing power of God in their hearts in the name of Jesus are they experiencing any kind of love or grief oh that the father will wrap them together oh you know that warm embrace that warm embrace that warm embrace oh that the father will wrap them together in that warm embrace they will know that they are enough they will know that they are in love
loved. They will know that they are enough. They will know that they are loved. In the name of Jesus. I want you to pray that the love of the Father will be made real to that person in this season. In the name of Jesus. That they will find their identity in God. Their identity will not be in what their boyfriend or their girlfriend is saying. Their identity will not be in what social media is saying. Their identity will not be in what the boss, the boss at the office is saying. No. Their identity will not be in what the world is saying. But their identity will be in what God is saying and what His Word is saying. And the Word of the Lord is saying this morning that they are chosen, that they are not forsaken. The Word of the Lord is saying this morning that God has loved them with an everlasting love. The Word of the Lord is saying this morning that there is therefore now, 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 no condemnation to them because they are in Christ Jesus. I want you to pray that every hold of condemnation is broken in the name of Jesus. Every feeling of guilt and condemnation Jesus has paid the price for their freedom and so they are free. Jesus has paid the price for their freedom and so they are free. The Bible says he that a son of man has set free is free indeed. And so we declare freedom. I want you to, to declare freedom for your family member and declare in the name of Jesus that by the reason of the death and resurrection of Jesus on the cross, they are free. They are free. They are free. Free from every feeling of condemnation. Free from every weight that the enemy has put upon them. They are free in the name of Jesus. Free from every feeling of inadequacy. Yes, because the Son of God, the Son of God has set them free. And so they are free indeed in the name of Jesus. Declare freedom from fear. Declare freedom from fear for that family member you are praying for. The Bible says God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Declare that they have a sound mind in the name of Jesus. They have the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ does not have a place for fear. Declare that they have the mind of Christ, the mind that is free from fear in the name of Jesus. The Bible says the Lord is your light and your salvation. Whom shall you fear? The Lord is the strength of your heart. Of whom shall you be afraid? Every hold of fear is broken in the name of Jesus. We declare freedom. We declare freedom. Freedom reigns in this place. Freedom reigns in this place. Freedom. Declare that they are upheld as sons in the name of Jesus. They are upheld as sons and they walk in the promises that are cruised to them as sons in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I'd like you to pray for yourself, you know, if you are in this category. If you are not, uh, just go ahead and pray in the Holy Ghost. But I want you to pray uh, if you are in that category and you are holding someone in forgive unforgiveness. Perhaps your earthly father, 
perhaps your earthly mother, perhaps your earthly sibling, because you feel that they have not modeled that love for you. You feel that they have not shown you love. You know, you feel that you have not experienced this love, that people are talking about love, love, love. I don't know what you people are talking about. And if you are this person, I just want you to pray. The Father, that you will help me to forgive. That's it. Father, that you will help me to forgive. Help me to forgive my father if it's your father. Help me to forgive my mother if it's your mother. Help me to forgive my sister if it's your sister. Whoever it is that has hurt you, you know, and you're holding them in unforgiveness because that's something that the enemy can latch onto. That's something that the enemy can hold on to. I want you to pray this morning that Holy Spirit, you would help me. Help me to forgive. I release this person from my heart. That's it. Help me to forgive this person and I release them from my heart. I want you to pray that prayer. And if you are not in that category, just go ahead and pray in the Holy Ghost. Just go ahead and pray in the Holy Ghost. Just go ahead and pray in the Holy Ghost. You know, as we're praying this morning, that God will help us to forgive. That God will help us to forgive. And that there will be a reconnection. There will be a reconnection. There will be a restoration. There will be a restoration of hearts. That there will be a restoration of minds. That there will be a restoration of hearts. Relationships will be restored. The hearts of the fathers will be reconnected back to the children. The hearts of the mothers will be reconnected back to the children. In the name of Jesus, that the hearts of the people that have, that, that your hearts will be will forgive and that you'll be reconnected back to these ones. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Oh, we give you all of the thanks and praise. Holy Spirit, we thank you for the quick work that you have begun to do in our hearts. We thank you, Jesus, for your for your work of restoration. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this morning. We thank you for bringing us to that understanding again of who we are. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for reminding us that we are free, we are loved, we are adequate. Oh, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for reminding us this morning that we are heirs with the Father and joint heirs with the Son. We thank you, Lord, for your healing in this place this morning. We thank you for healing of hearts. We thank you for healing of minds. We thank you for healing of bodies. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your mercies here this morning. We thank you for hearts that are being restored. We thank you for hearts that are being restored. We thank you for people that are being delivered. We thank you for freedom in this house this morning. Lord Jesus, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, Lord Jesus. And we ask in the name of Jesus that you help us to walk in the full knowledge and understanding of what you have wrought for us. We, thank, we ask that you help us to walk in the full knowledge and understanding of the promises of everything that accrues to us as sons of people that have been brought out of darkness into his marvelous light. We ask in the name of Jesus that you help us to shine as light wherever we are in this world that is filled with 
darkness in this country that is filled with darkness that your light will shine through us that your light will shine in us and through us that you will shine your light in us and through us lord jesus that you would glorify yourself and at the end your name and your name alone will be highly exalted father we bless this week the rest of the week the rest of the month the rest of the year and we declare that it is blessed for us in the name of jesus we declare in the name of jesus that the lines are falling onto us in pleasant places we declare that we go through this week we go through this month we go through the rest of the year with the knowledge that we are sons with the knowledge that we are sons with the knowledge that we are loved that we are free that we are adequate with the knowledge that we are walking in the fullness of all of the promises that are cruised to us as sons we go through the rest of this month the rest of this year victorious in the name of Jesus we thank you father all the praise and glory be to your holy name in Jesus mighty name we have prayed and the people of God says amen Thank you for listening to a message from the LifePoint Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash LifePointNG.